We have to keep advocating. There's no way around it. Advocacy has to stay alive. I don't have shit to say about bikes, though. <laughs> Terrence Houston, this is Don Ward and Nick Richard on Bike Talk KPFK live stream. Hello, thank you for having me. Yes, and Terrence, Terrence is back. And um, I like having Terrence on because... Terrence has a strategy that's very effective. I've been watching the work going on here, and I understand the strategy now. The strategy is butter. The bu- it's op- Operation Butter Up, maybe. Operation Butter Up. You know, it's like you, you can win the world over with, with love, right? With positive, with, with uh, you know, you, you, you draw more bees with honey, than you do with vinegar, right? So, well, you know, I mean, yes, we're kidding about it, but but the, the organizing philosophy behind what we're doing is how can we be useful? You know, okay, um, how can we be useful? Because we know, you know, I think we've discussed this before, but you know, electeds, if they're not a bad elected, but a good elected, usually get elected because they're passionate about some aspect of public policy. And if it's not safe streets, then they don't want to lose their political capital on the thing that they care about. So how can we be useful to them? How can we hand them safe streets issues on a platter? And so that's sort of the, how can we be useful? I love that. I love that. That's perfect. So, okay. So you've done some work with Rowena. You've done some work with Sunset for All. Yes. Um, what are we doing now? We're, we're going to a Thai restaurant. This is what I've heard. Yeah, we're going so- to a Thai restaurant and we're going to... Well, yeah, so I'll get to that in a second. It's just like we had such great momentum up Mm -hmm. until COVID started because, you know, we'd had this unanimous, uh, you know, the unanimous approval of the Silver Lake Neighborhood Council who wants Sunset for All, protected bike lanes. If you're not familiar with Sunset for All, we want to put bi-directional protected bike lanes on Sunset, Echo Park, Silver Lake, East Hollywood. And then there would also be a spur from Sunset Junction down to Santa Monica and Vermont, which would connect approximately 100,000 people with the subway. Bam. Yes, this Hell is what yes. we need. This is what the city needs. We presented to the board of the Silver Lake Chamber of Commerce also. They loved it. They were about to have us present um, to the uh, Silver Lake full chamber early this summer. They had already put it on the agenda and all of this has disappeared now. We also mm. did, did similar work in Echo Park, which was really moving forward. President of the Echo Park Chamber of Commerce was excited to have us present and everything's ground to a halt. So now, I love that you're going after the Chamber of Commerce. That's, that's the business representation right there. That's great. So Well, it's been pretty clear, like, you know, because you do these outreach efforts and you, you continue to talk to the council and you continue to talk to LA Dot. And in this case, you know, the linchpin of us winning this campaign is getting the businesses to ask for it. You know, right, it may right. be different strategy in other areas or other council districts. In this one, that is what is being elevated, is this sort of street fight. Thank you, Sadiq Khan. Um, it's the street fight over parking spaces. And mm-hmm. so if we can get the businesses to say, please take my parking spaces, we want these protected bike lanes. And that's what they've been doing, which is pretty exciting. Right on. Okay, so, so, so we're- So we're, tonight. We're, yes. Yeah. Tonight, to tonight, because it's 6 11 p.m. already, and, and what you need to know right now is you need to order from Eat Sticky Rice. Okay, so go to eatstickyrice.com, which is uh, also Sticky Rice LA in Echo Park or downtown LA at Grand Central Market. And the okay. reason for that is this is sort of a, a test of ours. 
we're telling these chambers and these neighborhood councils, bikes mean business. And so we realized like, well, how can we be useful so that we get some traction? We don't lose all of our momentum that we had. And the way that we can do that is we're targeting a different restaurant every week on Sunset Boulevard. And then we're sending the bike community there to order dinner or order lunch. I love it. And everybody, whenever you order, if you're doing pickup, walk in and say like, I support protected bike lanes. Thank you so much for, for supporting protected bike lanes. Or the LACBC is partnering with us on this and they've sent out an email that has a link through Postmates. So if you go through the Postmates link, we can actually track how many people we sent. Mm. So that's pretty exciting too. Nice. And so we're hoping since it's going to be a while before we can start doing real outreach again, we're oh hoping God, to hit all true. of them. You know, we're going to be able to hit, you know, a dozen restaurants, two dozen restaurants if we do this well. And we're going to be able to, to associate bikes with people who are here to help, people who shop here. Our customers want this. And yes. we think it's an effective way to move the ball forward during these times. I love so, it. I love it. So I, I actually, I uh, contributed, I guess you would say. I, yes. I've already done it, my part, yes. my bit. Yes. <laughs> now, was, is it something, what's, what's their range? The range is not all the way out to the valley, though, right? Like, I can't do it. No, it's not. I don't think Postmates okay. goes from Echo Park to uh, Northridge. Okay. But, uh, but anybody um, within the Echo Park, Silver Lake, downtown, Los Feliz. Yeah, you know, Larchmont. Downtown. Maybe. Yeah, downtown. Larchmont. Also a downtown location. You know, I'm okay. sure Postmates probably reaches that far. I'm not super familiar, but you know, Atwater Village isn't too far. I live in Los Feliz. Um, my kids and I drove down there today. I left them in the car in the 93 degree heat, ran in, got picked of the food. <laughs> I ordered ahead. So, I love Terrence, it. What, what did you say when you went in and, and did they know what you're talking about? Um, I just came in and I said, thank you for supporting protected bike lanes. And they did know what we were talking about because we had con pre-contacted them and told them that people who support Sunset for All, we were sending them customers today. And so we just cool. asked to mention like, thank you for supporting protected bike lanes. Or if we go through the Postmates link, we'll be able to talk to them later. We also, we, we chose Sticky Rice also because one of our leaders has a relationship with the family that owns the restaurant. So because we're gonna work, you know, the first one is always a little messy. You know, we're like trying to make sure we get the link right. And are we tracking the purchases properly? And so this way we'll be able to ask them, you know, so what was our percent, your percentage increase in business from last Friday to this Friday? Stuff like that. So we can, we can really prove it. Bikes mean business. There we go. Cool. Well, thank you. Thank That's you. a great idea. Yeah, so actually, you... Terrence, I have a restaurant for you. Okay. Actually, I actually have two restaurants for you. I want to hear well, it. Yeah, there's, um, there's a burrito stand at Echo Park and Sunset. I know the family that owns that. Brilliant. And... Uh, I was going to mention Tropical Cafe, but a lot of the people there are gone. So um, I'm not actually sure about that right now. But, you know, Black, but yes. Black Cat expressed support for Sunset for All prior to all this. So Black Cats, I don't know whether they're open right now, but we're going to be looking at the Black Cat soon. Mm -hmm. um, the owner of Masa is the president of the Echo Park Chamber of Commerce. So Masa is high Ooh. on our list right now. Which is Oh, I'm doing I'm going to support Masa. Great. Because um, you know that deep you, dish... That deep dish is my favorite pizza. That's good to hear because I haven't tried it yet, so I'm excited to try it. Oh, yeah. You should. I will. <laughs> probably next Friday. <laughs> it's probably going to be next Friday. You're going to get a whole new email every week. We just need to send the bike community. And come on, we're all pretty tired of eating our own cooking at this point, aren't we? <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad no. to have food. 
Yeah, I, I, like, truth yeah. I, I ate potato skins for breakfast because I've been saving everything. Like I, sh- I, I, I shredded all these potato skins and I was about to throw them away and I was like, these will probably be good for breakfast. So I right. like cooked them up. I'm starting to make like weird, you know. <laughs> We're gonna start having like Great Depression stories about how we, right. you know, our, our grandparents used to tell us on how to save everything and yeah. reuse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, we needed that. We needed a little kick in the ass, probably. Sadly, under these circumstances, but. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the other like, challenge is, you know, it, it does, that was, we were weighing that with, you know, it's hard to ask people to spend money at this time. Right. Um, but these restaurants are also going out of business if we don't support them. So this seemed like the best balance if you are still employed, if you have the funds. You know, my wife works in healthcare, so we have different concerns right now. We're still, mm-hmm. you know, we're still okay financially, but we're trying to make sure, you know, she doesn't bring home COVID. Oh, my God. Well, did you want to say anything else about, you know, bike, biking in the time of COVID, uh, Terrence? Um, you know, I'll just keep it between you guys and me, is that Vermont Avenue is open up to the observatory if you're on a bike. So oh. if you need some exercise and huh. it's pretty wide there, um, you can maintain social distancing, wear a mask, don't be a douche. But um, Vermont is closed to cars at the Griffith Park gates. And so is Commonwealth Ave. And I, I, can't, I can't guarantee that, um, uh, what's the little canyon called at Western? Uh, Ferndale. I can't guarantee that Ferndale's closed, but I think Ferndale's uh, uh, open also to bikes. So you can still do the loops up and around, but don't tell anybody because we don't want it to be crowded. <laughs> right, right, gotcha. Secret spot. <laughs> it's, it's our secret, okay? Nobody's, right. Nobody knows, right? Okay, so Literally no one's gonna know. It's okay. <laughs> If you need to stretch your legs, uh, you know, you, as long as you're staying on the roads in Griffith Park, Vista Del Valle has been closed now, but uh, Vermont and Commonwealth are still open. Love it. Thanks for the Thanks tip. Thanks for the tip. My COVID tip. Guys, stay healthy, stay safe. Thank you so much for having me. All right. All right. We'll and and name, name of the spot one more time. Name of the uh, spot. Thank you. Right. Thank you. That's a good idea. Um, it is Sticky Rice. Lost, it's Sticky Rice is the name of the spot. Their website is eatstickyrice.com. Um, or you can do Postmates, Sticky Rice LA. Like, uh, there's a link also through the LACBC if you look at Twitter, or um, they sent out an email. Um, and uh, so, yeah, if you go to Postmates and you look for Sticky Rice, you can also find it there. So, okay. Uh, or you can, you know, call them up on the phone if you Google it and order. Uh, no, you actually can't. You have to order through their website if you want to order pickup. And otherwise, Postmates, if you want to send to your house. It's always great, great to talk job. to you. Take care. Thank you. It's great to talk to you. Yeah. Thanks for all you do, man. Thank you. We're going to Terranig with the news. Terranig, take it away. All right. Today, we'll be focusing on open streets initiatives uh, during the corona lockdown, specifically what actions LA is or isn't taking. So my name is Terranig from Have A Go. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. So why open streets? First, people who use transit need a safe alternative in this day and age of corona. Uh, And temporary bike lanes can help people get to and from essential goods and services. And second, um, everyone needs outdoor spaces to maintain physical and psychological health while maintaining safe physical distancing, especially when our sidewalks don't cut it. They're like four or five feet. 
So with so few cars on the road, repurposing city streets is probably the best and quickest way to achieve both these goals. Um, so mid-March, uh, almost as soon as the lockdowns became global, the capital of uh, Colombia, Bogota, had already announced that they would create 47 miles of new temporary bike lanes. Soon after, cities around the world began taking open streets actions ranging from small pilots to expansive stretches of open streets. Cities like Oakland, whose mayor was interviewed on CNN, closed 74 miles of through traffic with amazing results. No crashes, plenty of space for people to use the street. Uh, New York City Council seems like they will be following suit with 75, uh, 75 miles. Um, publications like The Guardian, Forbes, and many others also ran pieces about the critical needs for open streets for health, safety, equity, for all these reasons, health especially. Um, here in LA, Curbed LA ran a piece about giving Angelinos safe physical distancing on city streets last week. KCRW ran a segment about such an initiative as well last week with, uh, I believe, Alyssa Walker was on. Uh, and then the LA Times ran an opinion piece about open streets here in LA. And soon after, the LA Times editorial board ran an official editorial calling on the mayor to open up streets for people. Council member Mike Bonin published a press release calling on LA to make streets more family friendly during the crisis. And then Streets for All sent an open letter to city officials, including the mayor, the Department of Transportation, the Department of Public Works, and LA County Department of Public Health from over 20 different prominent organizations and businesses calling for an open streets pilot in LA. Um, open streets is supposed to be an emergency measure. It's supposed to be temporary, but it's, also, it's supposed to be quickly done. Um, and we've been under lockdown for about a month now. And, uh, you know, if there was a fire raging through the city and the city leadership took weeks to take action uh, and there had to be op-eds and open letters for such an action, what would people think? So when over 60 cities, big and small, rich and poor, dense and not have been taking some sort of action globally uh, to provide uh, people with safe spaces to walk and bike during this crisis, uh, you know, where's the city of LA? So as we enter the second month of this crisis, um, LA is still yet to act. Um, so if you want to learn more about open streets in LA or to take action, you can visit streetsforall.org slash COVID-19. And then you should also make your voice heard on social media and you should tag city officials like Mayor Garcetti, your local city council member, LA Department of Transportation and LA County Department of Public Health. By Monday, I'll have a full list of social media handles for the appropriate LA city um, social media channels that you guys can use. Um, you know, to tag them and call for open streets um, on my own website, haveago.city slash open streets. And I'll have all these press releases, articles and open letters that I just mentioned uh, on the website as well. So that's that's kind of the summary for uh, what's happening or not happening in L.A. regarding uh, COVID and open streets. Very good, Taranik. We will check you out. So now we have Dorothy. Dorothy, you want to give us your headlines? I know you got a grant in Altadena. Yeah, so I think I've been empowered by pretty much what um, many people are looking at, thinking about, inspired by, which is looking at our streets and rebalancing our streets for more people to uh, move around safely and reprioritize. So uh, somewhere along the line uh, during this time, I think it was March 31st, was the deadline for, uh, again, our friends at Berkeley Safe Trek, funded by the State of California Office of Traffic Safety, um, had a uh, call that was the deadline for a complete streets assessment. So thankfully, I live in an unincorporated area, which means we fall under LA County Public Works, LA County Management, LA County Public Health, 
and then we applied for this assessment grant. So we just heard yesterday that we got the grant and then simultaneously we're working to uh, apply for a Go Human grant. That's the Southern California Council of Governments. And they've been doing different things, but this time around they're doing, I would say a little more loftier grants for communities to do demonstration projects that lead to safer streets and mobility, which is things we all love, right? So that'll be exciting. So I've been talking to people during this time in our community, partnering with our library, the Highway Patrol is our traffic enforcement, of course, uh, LA County in the various departments they have. So it's hopefully an exciting time. And then I was on my computer because there's lots of little things going on within the community that I have to address outside of traffic safety and mobility. And then when I got back to it, I was starting to write my little proposal to create a mini safe pedestrian. We also have horses in Altadena and um, families. A lot of families are moving in. Really, I'm looking to thin the street, allow more room to expand the sidewalk space. It's an exciting time for us to really look at things and talk to people. Like, I've had so many opportunities to talk to the residents, and then now that they're actually walking, they kind of understand. And back to the Berkeley street stories, it's a great time to really look at and create our own data uh, that shows where it's friendly to walk, friendly to bike, where it's not, that hopefully can lead to this uh, long-term planning. That's it. All right, thanks, Dorothy. All right, we got Dorothy some guests Wong. up in here. Something new is on. Like Todd Quarantini Hour. Do you know Beyonce Billy Rowe? No, I do. Hey, why don't we talk like bike stuff? I tried riding bikes with a mask, and I can't do it, so. Yeah, are we supposed to ride bikes with masks? I don't know, but I just am being courteous and not like, no snot rockets, no spinning. You know, courteous to the air, yeah. me, the space behind me. How about you, Doris? Have you been riding bikes? Not as much as I should. A little bit. I wish I could be riding more. So Are you I'm doing cross bike out. stuff, like up in the trails? No, I'm Don't doing lie. a lot of boring stuff. Don't lie. <laughs> I know you can't say anything publicly because you're a city council member. No, just but, you know, give me two winks if which trail you're doing. <laughs> No. Arroyo Seiko something. I'm an honest, honest gal. Practice. Okay. You gotta roll the roll. I know Blanca has been riding her bike. I myself. I ride, but on the streets. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys are in a routine, but I don't feel like I'm in a routine. Can we talk a little bit about, there's a lot of people talking about open streets and now's the time to demand them, right? But then other people are saying, you know, that that doesn't come off right. Like if you're trying to do that during coronavirus, you know, your first priority should be safety, but then that's trying to say that it's not for safety. And then I think they're just not getting the message or something. Is this too dry for happy hour? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, never mind then. I'm just kidding. I'll go ahead. <laughs> that was done. That was it. Okay. Did anyone read the LA Times article, that op-ed? Mm-hmm. It was talking about um, feeling like before this virus hit, it was, we're still going to be able to um, flatten the curve of climate change. Now we can use those words, right? But um, ultimately... Is there a curve of climate change? Well, yeah, yeah, is there a curve to flatten there on that? There is a curve. Didn't you see the science data when you look at the industrial revolution and then uh, greenhouse gas and everything like that is going up? So in order oh, yeah. to 
yeah, yeah. Well, climate change, we have to flatten the curve. And hi. 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 Hi, Mama. I remember. We just got, oh, you know each other? Dorothy from Bikes. Dorothy, you remember she did the cycle cross? Oh, yeah. Hi. Oh, yeah. Hey. Because oh, uh, Mama, you rode on hi, the trike. You rode on hi, the trike. The trike, yeah. You remember that. We had the we had the ride and oh okay yeah she she was in my uh, bicycle skills one on one class on the train too so we have to do this flattening the curve means balancing our transportation system hi little princess we got to keep on pushing the pushing the heat growing the movement Dorothy how do you know Blanca and we've never had Blanca on the show before but I guess it takes a happy hour yeah, just oh bicycle. did we lose our uh oh come on guys. No, Blanca's there. She, she just, yeah. I was bar, I was Zoom bar happy hour popping. <laughs> That's awesome. Second. With a, with a dance class, right? Yeah, exercise hey. class. Man, they were taking shots and stuff. I was like, mm. in the, the exercise class. Yeah, like I, I joined a gym workout group, but because we can't get together, he now does Zoom classes online. So I kind of started it with that. And so they were on Fridays, they have happy hour. Okay, so you don't just do it on Fridays then? Where's my drink? Well, the, <laughs> the other days I do like actual workout for an hour with them every day. <laughs> but Fridays, they have, I, I guess I missed the workout part. At six o'clock they started. Or, yeah. That is so civilized. But he wants to get people to kind of know who each other are, even though we're not in person. So on Fridays, he kind of introduces people and kind of connects them. He's like, Blanca got the Girl Scout cookies, wants some. And they now kind of mark me as the girl who rides bikes. So anybody who wants to say, who wants to ride bikes? They're like, Blanca will hook you up and ride with you. Well, I'm going to take a friend out. She's a new rider. She dusted off her bike from the garage and she wants to go on a casual ride. But I'm glad she's not scared because some people don't want to ride with me because they're like, you go far. And I'm like, not really, but I'm glad she's going. Well, how far do you go? Well, because I, before in my pre-quarantine life, I had a job and going to school, nothing. But now that I'm back, I try to go like a little 20 mile ride when I can. But it's just living in the valley. It's so boring riding by yourself and riding. So I just kind of been sticking to that 20 mile marker that I'd like to go. I used to ride like with group rides at nighttime. And that was super fun. Which ones? Burning my food. Basically, because I was new to the scene, I just would, whoever had a ride going, I would just get off work and like hook up with people. But I know there's a couple of groups that are like, were just two party groups for me. Um, yeah. You want to name like, names? Wait, you guys are posted too long. Like, what is it, those yeah. non-writers? <laughs> mm -hmm. I've ridden with Dorothy and like, <laughs> was it Dorothy? What was your group over there? Those live girls, I think so. Like live cycling. Yeah, so we, I took my we had this really special um, opportunity with the Luna chicks. Luna chicks, that's what it was. And so, like, I had my kid on the bike trailer on a fixie riding yeah. through Pasadena. Not a good choice, but I did it. <laughs> It was awesome, though. That's that's how I really got to know you, I think. Yeah. Over yeah. And cyclocross. Yeah, and that guy Don. Um, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Here he is. 
That jackass. <laughs> no, doing amazing things to connect our community through bicycling. Like, unbelievable. Keep smiling. <laughs> but, you know, that's really how we got to know each other was the community. Yeah, and Don has not invited me to any rides, even though he's like three miles from my house. Uh-oh. Whatever. You know, I ride every single night. My friend Kempst comes over. He lives down the street with his parents right now. His parents are like elderly, so he's kind of I even trying have to good keep it very... I have lights now on my bike. Yeah, I mean, uh, next time we ride, we we'll probably you ride You don't have tonight. to babysit me. I could find my way home, but no, it's you, just nice to be around people. You'll, you'll be riding faster than us. Like, I've been riding my tandem bike with no passenger. <laughs> I love that bike. It's so useful. I can carry... I, like I went and I got way too many groceries and I was like oh my god because I was gonna put it in my paneer and I got just like six bags of groceries sack of potatoes watermelon like cans of stuff and it was so <laughs> so easy to transport on my tandem I just hung the bags on the back handlebars it was perfect so I've just been riding that thing for the last month it's been so fun so what I'm trying to say is we're, you know, we're going to be slower than you. Yeah. So Blanca, I... Mike, Mike never liked to ride with me because he's like a racer. So then when he would ride with me, he would want to chill ride. And I'm like, let's go fast. Blanca did, um, she raced city cross. Long Beach. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And I did the Wolf Pack in Long Beach. Yeah. I didn't like make it next round, but. <laughs> like, Where were you? Girl to be in the group. But I got the most amazing shot that's like my back when I was little, younger. Look at me racing. It was like Ben Tram. He got like the most awesome shot of me. I'm to turn that corner. <laughs> I loved uh, your bravery. I always admired your bravery. Oh, thanks. I'm glad like you guys had that there. I, I, I have like a remember a story when you guys did um, the Los Angeles City Cycle Cross. What's that one? It's the, uh, I don't know, at that park over there, that park in Los Angeles, like downtown. Historic park? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I did that and I did a practice race. So I'm like, all right, I could do this practice race and tomorrow I'll race. I like went right into a tree and like a branch went through my chin. Oh no. Ooh. And I was just, I was just worried. Like, do I have my teeth? That's all I cared about, but I was fine, but I had to go to the hospital and stitch. Yeah. And the next day I said, I'm racing. My mom's like, you're crazy. And I raced anyway. And that probably wasn't the best idea because afterwards my head was like throbbing. Like I was like, that was not a good idea, but I finished. <laughs> there you go. So Dorothy, what, what do you mean you admired Blanca's bravery? What, what was the, I mean, what, what's the story there? Did you just hear her? Like what amazing bravery. Oh yeah, that. I, I do all the races. I just, yeah. I, I, any, I did, um, what was that? Roadblock had the drag race. I did the drag race with my kid in a trailer. Yeah, that was so cool. I, I raced the, I guess the, was he the mayor of Huntington Park's wife? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lord I'm is. still friends with her. I did. I yeah. was the mayor of uh, Huntington Park's wife with her kid in a trailer. And you I mean uh, the city manager, Julio. Julio. Yeah, Julio, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah, I'm guy. I'm still friends He's... with her. Okay, yeah. his, 
He's going to be running for something. He's, he's running for like the water board of uh, Temecula or something. Let's help him get elected. Yeah. But basically, so that's how I, I, my very, very, very first group ride. Well, yeah, it was my very, 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 very first group ride. A friend of mine, Alden Santo said, hey, you want to go on a bike ride with me? It's like, we're going to do the marathon route. I didn't even know how long a marathon was. I was just like club girl. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, do you have a bike? I go, no. He goes, well, I have one for you. And it was a single speed bike, not fixed, but it was a single speed. And he's like, you could ride that one. He goes, do you know how to ride a bike? I'm like, I guess I rode one in junior high. Sure. So I did that. Oh my gosh. It was the most amazing day of my, well, night of my life. Cause like, I just never wow. seen the city that way. And I got off like in Santa Monica, took my, you know, Instagram pictures real quick and then went back on the bike. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my, you know, that spot hurt because it was like, I never rode, rode, rode that long, but I'm glad he parked his car <laughs> like in Santa Monica because we, but now like I've done that crash race like three times and rode back. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nice work. But that was my very, very first like LA bike ride experience. So. I have that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I wanted to do it with her in the back. This one. But, um, hey, Naya. It just never worked out. Hey, Naya. Hi. Dorothy's there, too. Hi, Dorothy. Oh, Dorothy. Uh, she's done cycle cross races, too. That was her first bike race. How are you, Miss? How are you? Good. Yeah. What you doing? Playing the animal jam. Is it fun? Yeah. What's your favorite now animal? Dinner. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm about to kick her off because we're about to have dinner. My these are my bootleg mom and out burgers that she calls because I just Ooh. get the sauce from them and throw it off. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna jump off. I gotta feed the family. All right, see you, Monica. Bye. All right, I had this idea for happy hour. What is I mean, it's not specifically happy hour, but that you would throw out a topic and everybody would give their little opinion about it. Yeah. So making money in bike advocacy or in bikes. This episode kind of started out with Terrence saying bikes mean business. And he wants to show that to the community of Silver Lake and Echo Park so they can put a protected bike lane in over the objections of businesses who might think that taking 30 parking spaces away will hurt their business. But there are other ways of looking at bikes mean business. Yeah. Like Dorothy, for example, does more than most people in bikes, right? I mean, sure. you do cyclocross, you do education, and you're very, very far into different worlds, all having bikes as a common, as a vehicle. But even you are wondering how to make a living. Yeah. <laughs> if you're having questions, there must not be a lot of clear paths to, to making a living, doing what you care about, if what you care about is bike advocacy or bikes. I think everything is possible. Today, I was on a call. It addressed nonprofit work. It wasn't my work. It wasn't about me, but it was about um, the integrity of nonprofit that person, that organization is one of the most powerful, knowledgeable people that I know in that particular field. And 
when I look at that person and their organization, I, I see it across the board in other nonprofit organizations where you're just, you're relying on this grant money. But meanwhile, we're paying all of these tax dollars. So there's millions of dollars. It does come down to government, again, if that's the funding source, right? So people do get, have jobs in traffic safety and mobility. People have jobs in street paving. But advocacy should be funded in some regular way. All the nonprofits yeah. are just because they are challenging governments. As you're, talking, yeah. as you're talking, what I'm thinking is we're paying taxes. And so all that money is up for grabs. It's all politics. If we can get it, we can have it. Yeah, but then you yeah, you got you got to you got to get it. But there's other people trying to get it. Yes, then it becomes competitive. But you still have to keep the purest, most powerful people. It's Earth, don't forget, this is Earth Week, right? Yeah. So who is one to me? I'm I, I have become a tree hugger um, here in Altadena and riding a bicycle has really reconnected me with nature. And I realize when we're building things, mitigation means, okay, you can destroy all of these things and somewhere you'll plant a tree, right? So let's just destroy everything that's doing so much for our planet. And um, like Kahamunga. Yeah. So, uh, and then I'm, I looked at the Metro report and they were um, gonna be awarding money because they're expanding the carpool lane uh, on the five freeway and the 14 somewhere, because that's just this massive traffic jam. They're also uh, doing stuff to improve the train service, right? But at the, at the cost of nature, so there's this balancing act that has to happen. Um, and so you need the advocates. The advocate has to challenge government. But what do you think about high-speed rail? Uh, I think it has its benefits for sure. I mean, anything, if, okay, Nick teaches with me too, but I teach at, again, as we look at COVID um, and where the air quality is the worst, I teach bicycling safety with walk and rollers and we're under the flight path at LAX. We're yeah, are you doing that right now? Or Not now, yeah. yeah pause. Okay. And I, when I leave those um, classes after being out there for six hours, yeah. Hours. I'm coughing. Uh, you know, my lungs feel heavy. <laughs> so what the heck are we? So airline travel should also be really re reevaluated, right? It's such a huge part of our industry. But yeah. how, what are we doing? They're taking flights even with nobody on the planes now. Yeah. Just to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what they're doing. What's really dishonest about that too is like. People bought these flights, you know, and they're non-refundable unless the airline cancels. So wow. the airline has to do the flight to keep the money. That's the hard thing. But I think without uh, advocacy, like what happens if we just let go of government? <laughs> what would happen? What do you mean? I always feel like, at least where I live, I, I wish there was a little more local control. And there can be local control or local voices okay. feel included in the process. If they really listen to you, Don. Listen to me? Or me. What's the ideal uh, size of population that we're aiming for, for local control? You got to have like a certain size society that is locally like autonomous, right? Five million? 
Did I lose everybody? What happened? Who's that? Taz. There you are. Yeah. I'm having my first beer of the day. Oh, really? So that cheers. that late, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, because I drank all night last night. <laughs> I Did you guys do a skate like, thing? Uh, we did do a skate thing, but uh, I came home, like everyone went home, and afterwards I was like super awake. Uh-huh. Because I'd like had some coffee before. We went to three different skate spots, a bunch of us. It was really fun. Where'd you guys go? Like parking lots? Taj is big in the roller skate community. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Our brothers and sisters in the roller skate community. They got a whole thing going on. In fact, it's the new shit. We're the old shit. They're the new shit. They're the new old shit. It's the new shit. It's the new old shit for sure. Yeah. It's so great. I've gone, but uh, I kind of suck at skating and I really need to get more serious about it. But um, it's it's so fun. But now you guys are doing it in parking garages because the the skate spot, the, what is it called? Moonlight in Glendale? All the roller rinks, all the roller rinks are closed. The roller rinks are closed. So you guys have now brought the party to parking garages. Do you know what's hilarious? So yeah, uh, we did Chandler bike path. About four or five of us just skated up and down the Chandler bike path, and then we went to this parking lot that was behind the library in North Hollywood, and that was really fun. And then the cops kind of rousted us out of there into like a, another parking lot. They were like, "Oh, you got to move into this other parking lot," and that parking lot sucked. So then we went to this other we went to palmer park in glendale and it was fucking hilarious because they were like oh you know this is this other skate person sylvia this is like sylvia's secret pot like we shouldn't blow it up and we rolled up in there and it was like every single person that goes to the rink was there like (laughs) (laughs) like all the people that i see only at the rink were already at palmer park skating palmer park okay you know what this COVID thing is coming up, becoming about too? It's like there's a lot of stuff like this happening where people are sneaking onto trails and like I go ride on yeah. a bike path. I don't know if we're supposed to. I go into Balboa Park. I mean, I don't you saw know. Them chase down and arrest. You saw them chase down and arrest that surfer out at the point at Malibu? The, the like paddleboarder? I saw a So fucking crazy. Yeah. They've, they've done, yeah, the paddleboarder one was fucking funny because all the surfers were like, fucking paddleboarder. But, uh, but uh, they've, been, they've done it to surfers too. This one dude I saw was like surfing. He saw the cop boats coming up and he like jumped out of the water and ran with his surfboard and like ran up the beach and then like dipped, gave his surfboard to some other homie that was there or something and like booked <laughs> down the street in fucking Malibu. <laughs> like, Did he get away? Like, I get you're not supposed to do it, but yeah, I, I think he got away. Yeah. <laughs> I get that you're not supposed to do it, but like, fuck, they get so aggro about it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. But there was quite a few people actually at Palmer Park. It's, it's like, why are you guys limiting recreation? No, come on, baby. Like, like give us something, you know? We're starting to go crazy. People are starting to get well. Real I mean, frisky. you know, 
people people are getting oh, yeah they are um, they are getting a little frisky aren't they yeah um but they, you know like people were wearing masks and shit and like maintaining social distance as far as i could tell but the surfers too or what there's uh, i don't know i haven't been to the beach the beaches are closed i mean we skate we used to skate every sunday you know there's a big there's a big skate day down in venice for the nerds and uh can't do that like uh, some some of the people in the, i haven't gone but some of the people in the skate group have tried to go down to the beach and it's all on lockdown have you guys do you guys bring music to like they Palmer filled park in, or anything they like that? filled in do you know that they filled in the venice skate park with sand the skate yeah the I, I saw that yeah they filled in all those bowls of sand what the fuck they're doing that um to a lot of skate parks and i've seen instagram posts i think maybe you sent it to me of uh they the kids digging out the sand and doing uh like trick trick motorbikes what are you making over there oh, no, you make, you making no, a quarantine you making a quarantini me nice yeah sounds like ice i know I'm taking my that? he's taking his like shit. heart it's pills or something <laughs> <laughs> i fucking wake up so late every day now that I don't take my vitamins till like whatever time is it. What is time? What is time? I don't even know. Time no is fucking illusion. idea. I said that. No fucking clue. It's so crazy right now. Where did uh, Nick go? I lost you. Are you there? Can you hear me? How many vitamins do you take, motherfucker? I have to go walk the dog. All right, Dorothy. Well, thanks for your yeah. time on Bike Talk. If we make our way back to the conversation, it comes <laughs> down to the balance. Uh, is We have to keep advocating. There's no way around it. Advocacy has to keep, keep stay alive. All right. That's it. I'm going to walk my dog. Hug a tree. Bye. Bye. Nice to meet you, Tosh. <laughs> oh, hey. Nice to meet you. I got kicked off. Nice to meet you. Bye-bye uh, okay. uh, now. I'm leaving. Bye. Bye, you guys. Bye, Dorothy. We're still on Bike Talk. We might even still be live on the on the web stream. Oh. So, Taj, you know. I don't have shit to say about bikes, though. <laughs> no, but I want to talk about I want to talk about roller skates, though. Like, I do I do want a massive like skate bike party. There's there are bike riders that are into skating. And uh, that would be so dope. Dude, if we yeah. brought if we brought Jenny girl out, she has the uh, the sound bike, the insane sound bike, and we have some spots. You guys have spots, like it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we need a like a big zone with with good concrete. Okay, um, I mean, there's a parking lot at Jefferson and La Cienega, basically like the metro parking lot right there. It's underground, so it's Jefferson. it's like not very detectable. So I really? I would think that spot, yeah. Lost in the yeah, there's a metro station right there, and they have like a multi-store. Oh, is it new? It's new. I mean, it's maybe like five, six years old. Whenever they put in the expo line, was that five, six years ago? Right. Um, dude, do you know this pro skateboarder John Dixon? Wait, are we on like some live stream or shit or? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I can just tell. be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Here, um, 
Why don't we leave this one and then I'll just I'll zoom you back for this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is Bike Talk PFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group. 